1: Hello! Hello! Hello. Hi. 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 Hello. How are you? You know, I'm really tired of asking that, by the way. Hi, how are you? Hello, how are you doing? Because no one wants to actually have the answer. And when somebody actually gives you the answer, it's like, oh my God, that wasn't a real question. How you doing? Oh man, I, uh, I'm not doing well today. Yeah, no, I don't care. I really don't. I just was it was just a greeting, really. It's just a just a greeting. So I'm working constructively in my life, not to say that anymore, unless I actually want to know. So it's just hello. How are you? Fine, thank you. Hello. Cause they really don't want to know, and I know I don't want to know. Something we can all maybe work on a little bit together. Only ask the question if you really want to (laughs) know. Congratulations to the Missouri Tigers, SEC East champions, headed to Atlanta to play for the championship next Saturday. Been a tough year, tough year for the Missouri Tigers, but it's good to see them in another championship game. What the heck is today? Today is post Thanksgiving Black Friday blues. I mean, it was good, right? You have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah. I did. I did. And you want to know what made Black Friday so special? (laughs) I celebrated by staying home. Not varying out. Not going out, no. We'll get more into what happened yesterday around the country. We gotta talk the bad stuff. I know. I know we do. We do. You know we do too. Cause there's are some things that we need to we need to go over. No, there's no question. We need to. Now we could we could talk about, you know, the Thanksgiving myths and what has been celebrated forever. No, you know, yeah, you know that. You know all the myths. You hear it every year. No, it hasn't been celebrated every year. No, it's not a law. Yes, it was changed by Roosevelt to be the fourth Thursday, not the last Thursday, because you wanted to give an extra week of shopping. So it was all for greed. Remember that progressives. It was all for greed. Uh, by your uh, great leader Roosevelt. But hey, it's okay. Just not just side note. Sorry. And uh so we all know that. We all know that, right? We all know that now we have what? 26 right 26 days, 26 shopping days, 25 shopping days, 26 days till Christmas. <sighs> Christmas in the year 2014. Not much time left. Post Thanksgiving blues. You always keep thinking to yourself, Ah, oh, Thanksgiving's just around the corner. Then it's Christmas, no problem. And then it's Halloween. Boom! Thanksgiving. Boom! And then Christmas. Ah! Then we're into Then we're into the next year. Oh, it'll be 2015. Boom! Before you know it. So just get yourself prepared. We could do. Oh, you know what we can do? Together, settle down. All right, take. A, I want you to get your cup of coffee, smoke them if you got them. Take a breath. Breathe in and out, that's right. Take a sip of coffee, that's right. I'll have a Coke Zero. You need to love and accept yourself unconditionally. The busier life gets, the more you need stillness. Everyone is fighting their own battle. The world is a reflection of your dominant thoughts. Start before you feel ready. Your capacity to love is unlimited. Breathe in, out. Life is overflowing with beauty and blessings. Success does not bring happiness. Happiness brings success. Make time for your friends and loved ones. Breathe. We are all pieces of the one universe. Enjoy the journey because the journey is all there is. Your intention is what matters most. The more you give thanks, the more good things flow to you. You are inherently worthwhile. Fear is the one-sided fence. You. Need to replenish your soul. Breathe. (sighs) Take a sip. Sip of coffee. Take a sip. (sighs) Most worrying is a waste of energy. When you want something, the universe conspires on your behalf. Be wary of projecting your past onto your present. Most people are capable of far greater things than they realize. So much can happen in a day. When you follow your heart, life is effortless. Breathe. Deep breathing is underrated. Let's breathe again. Comparison is the death of joy. And last but not least, breathe. Happiness is a choice. Haven't I been saying it for years? Choices have consequences. Happiness, happiness is a choice. Breathe. Breathe. you okay? Take a sip of coffee. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just sip your coffee. You'll be fine. There you go. Okay. Feel better? There. Now we can get started on the day. That's what you need. Take a moment for yourself once in a while. That's all you need to do. I'm willing to take that moment with you. So I finally watched, uh, as long as we're taking a moment for ourselves, I finally watched uh, Saving Mr. Banks. Uh, I don't know why I hadn't seen it yet, but you know, I, for some reason I hadn't. And uh, so I watched the whole thing front to back, end to end, beginning to end, to the end of the credits. And, you know, it was pretty darn good. Uh, of course, you know, uh, Tom Hanks, you know, as Disney, of course, is fantastic. Tom is Tom. Um, and, uh, it was really fascinating to, uh, see the way they handled, uh, the making of Mary Poppins. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, if you haven't seen it, you probably need to see it. And just remember, you know, it's not all about Disney. It was just about the way he handled things and, uh, kind of his little small outlooks on life and more. So, I mean, the outlook on, uh, you know, where Mary Poppins came from and, uh, you know, we all have history, right? I mean, breathe. We all, have, uh, we all have history that uh, we'd like to change, right? We all have uh, family that we, we love, but we don't know why we love them, but they're family. We all have people that we love unconditionally. I mean, no matter what, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they do or what they say. We love them. They're part of us. And sometimes, uh, you know, take a breath. You got to let go. You gotta let it go for it to all come back. You can quote me on that. You gotta let it go for it to all come back. I mean, we all worry about our children and our you know, how what if we're doing the right thing, we're doing the wrong thing. Are we raised right? I mean I you know, I I think about, you know, my children and sleeping in different beds and different bedrooms and, you know, a nice house and we're doing okay. You think about this and then you think about, you know, when I was growing up, I was sleeping in a bunk bed with my brother. Was I any worse off? I don't know. I don't know. I guess so. But breathe. Let's just take a moment. There you go. Take a moment. Breathe. Remember that I know that it's the post-Thanksgiving Black Friday blues. (sighs) Christmas 26 days away. (sighs) Make sure you get all your stuff and then make everybody as happy as they can be. (sighs) Wish everybody happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Breathe. There you go. See how much better that is? Now, now that we've reached this point. Now that we've reached this point. (laughs) Hands up! Don't shoot!
0: This is The Jeff Fisher Show on The Blaze Radio Network.
1: Jeff Fisher show is on. Welcome to it. How are you? No, I don't care. Don't answer. Do not answer that. I don't care. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. So, uh, during the break, uh, I'm I'm thinking, uh, you know, I'm talking out loud, and I'm think, I don't understand Black Friday, and I'm trying to think. And then I, I get to think, well, you and I need to discuss this. What is Black Friday, really? But a shopping day, right? Now, it hasn't, if you, if I was reading some, I was reading some Black Black Friday history uh, sometime in the last week or so, and um, it never was the biggest shopping day of the year for a long time, until the early 2000s, something like that. And then it uh, was number one, and then it wasn't number one, and now it's been number one. But the days before Christmas, it was always like the Saturday before Christmas was the big shopping day. Was the number one day of the year until like 04 or something like that, two thousand four or two thousand five, somewhere in there. Uh, then Black Friday became number one. I don't get it. I re- I never did. I remember I remember my mother on you know we'd have the big Thanksgiving and then everyone would come early. My grandma and grandpa, my aunt and my nie my my cousins and my mom, early Friday morning, all g- hop in one car and go black Friday shopping and sort it all out in the trunk that day. It was more about, I think as I'm talking about it, working it out out loud with you, I think it was more about them just being together and out running around shopping. Uh, for me, it was like, (laughs) bye. (laughs) See you later. I'm going to be here in this warm house. (laughs) Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Um, and then I'm I'm uh, looking at the Black Friday craze, and I know. Look, we'll get to the hands up, don't shoot, because, and we'll get to the die-ins at the malls on Black Friday. I trust me, because I'm not quite sure I really understand that either. But people are fighting over TVs, uh, and there's one story that I saw that had uh, uh, people were, they, I mean, these people were. To going into these stores two and three to a mule and just lined up. And they're fighting over a television. Now, I am by no means anywhere close on the billionaire list. Not even close. Just so you know. I know it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe, hard to believe for me to breathe. However, I am not going to stand in line, elbow to elbow, butt to butt, cheek to cheek, fighting for a television to save $350. It's not, gonna ha- it's not worth it to me. It's not. When odds are you could probably go online right now. And order that same television and save at least the same amount. And even if it wasn't the same, even if it was, even if I, you could only save $200. Okay. That $150 difference is so worth staying in my home. And not having to go out and fight for it, someone saying, that's mine, that's mine, that's mine. Plus. If you uh buy the same people presents every year let's do the whole little Christmas you know walkthrough if you buy the same people presents every year you are buying presents for people you love people you know people you experience things with all year long right so you kind of know them I, you know we all have the people that we have to give and, and I say have to that you know we we feel that we have to give gifts to that we don't really know So we kind of got to think about that and think about what you would give and is it appropriate and that kind of thing. I get that. And, you know, so sometimes you do have to go out, uh, you know, as you get closer to Christmas because new people come into your lives, that kind of thing. I got it. For the most part, you are giving gifts to people that you interact with every day all year long. You know them. So when you see something throughout the year and you say, boy, Bill would really like that. Look at that. Do you know, I bet you Sarah would love that. Oh my gosh, that is so cute. Huh, you know, Johnny's little daughter down the street that plays with my daughter, she would love that. She always talks about that every time I pick him up. Why not get it then? Right? It's the same person five months from now, it's just, I just, I don't quite understand the whole black Friday craze. And I, you know, I, I get the, you know, want to get on sale and I get the being out and I kind of understand if you're going out with the family. I saw, uh, my favorite tweet I think was uh, from a guy who tweeted uh, a picture of his two daughters and said, we're on our trek to black Friday shopping, uh, disaster in the making or this is going to be a disaster or something like that. So his deal was the experience with uh, going out with his daughter shopping. Got it. Got it. And sometimes, you know, you make those, you make those, uh, I'll, I'll call them sacrifices, but you, you do that. You know, you make those exchanges in life. Fine. We're going to do this. I don't really want to do it, but we're going to go do it. Cause I want to be with these people and we'll make the best of it. And it'll be fun. And you know, if people want to push and shove and yell and scream and holler throughout the whole thing, fine. Let them push and scream and yell and holler. I'll wait back here and enjoy my time with you, okay? <laughs> yes, that's what we'll do. Now, it's you know, I, I, uh, I still am trying to figure out. and Black Friday, of course, you know, and the people who are out going crazy on Black Friday are they, I'm guessing. Are not getting everything done so you didn't come home yesterday and say done I don't have any more presents to get it's all good I'm done I doubt that very much so go online you have the internet even dial-up works does anyone have dial-up anymore And you look online and you're probably, as I'm talking, there's probably my wife and, uh, you know, they're online. Order. Oh, that's nice. Let's order that. Click. And amazingly, (laughs) in three to five days, package is here, sir. Nice. That is some Black Friday shopping right there. Package is at the door. Nice. Go ahead. Breathe. Breathe. Breathe.
0: This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393
1: 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka coming up immediately after this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. Then a little bit of a rewind with the Glenn Beck weekend. Then Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Paggs, right here on a Saturday on the Blaze Radio Network. And, of course, you can go to the Blaze Radio, blaze.com slash radio homepage, <laughs> And you can download those shows and listen to them whenever you want. So if you feel this later on, I mean, if you feel like, hey, I need to breathe. Go download the show and listen to the first segment. Take a moment for yourself. Okay? Good. Good. Now, maybe we can go back to a little bit of... Black Friday, see what's going on, because this came to my email, Uh, I mean, came to uh, Denny's email from the moveon.org civic action email address, okay, this from last week, Last night, a St. Louis grand jury refused to indict Officer Darren Wilson for the brutal killing of 18-year-old Mike Brown. Missouri politicians and political systems had failed to seek justice for Mike Brown. If the story ends here, the person responsible for Mike Brown's death, Officer Darren Wilson, may never be held accountable. And he will never be tried in a court of law. But the U.S. Department of Justice is investigating Mike's Brown death, too. And has the power to arrest and prosecute Officer Darren Wilson under federal criminal charges. So our friends at the civil rights organization, colorofchange.org, have launched a petition calling for the Department of Justice to do exactly that. President Obama and Attorney General Holder's actions in this moment will have a major impact, not just on Mike Brown's family But for the broader cause of ending racial profiling, discriminatory policing, and police brutality in America, will you sign Color of Change Petition Demanding Justice for Mike Brown now? My answer to that is no. My answer to that is no. Now, Black Lives Matter, Boycott Black Friday, shutting down malls, die-ins. I can't quite figure out, I'm still trying to figure out the purpose of shutting down businesses, and, and entire malls for that matter, how that makes your point. How putting people possibly out of work, for sure the hourly employees, if, the, if you shut down a mall, and the store is shut down, those hourly employees aren't getting paid. They've stopped getting paid. I mean, who does that help? I I I can't figure it out. Who does it help? And I watched. uh, I didn't find the final numbers, but I you know I was watching, of course, the news coverage and following the Twitter feeds, and you know all around the country. And of course, you know you can always follow my Twitter feed at (laughs) JeffyMRA. And um, they're tearing down fences. They're trying to block highways. They're blocking New York. They're blocking the Lincoln Tunnel. They're blocking blocking stores. They're trying not to get let people in. I can't uh the f- Wednesday before Thanksgiving, they some people in uh, Los Angeles, uh, the story that I read I love they arrested like eighty three people or something because they had torn down a fence and then they went into the highway. And they were trying to block traffic on the interstate. And they were, you know, get off, got them off. and But a bunch of people stayed, laid down. And um, so they were arrested. I, th- I think the number was 83. And they were saying that, uh, hey, you could bail out tonight for 500 bucks or you're here till Monday. So I will be fascinated to see how many actually bailed out and how many sat through. The entire Thanksgiving weekend in a, the L.A. County Jail. <laughs> I mean, how's that die-in doing for you now? And by the way, those of you who uh, have a die-in on an interstate and then are surprised when somebody gets run over, um, that might be an issue on your end as well. Okay, I know in Dallas they had a big, uh, I say big, they had, they had an opportunity for protesters to cause a little chaos and then I read this article that gives Dallas police a big thumbs up on the the uh, the uh, protesters in Dallas uh, this particular author uh, in a Gpolitical.com uh, talks about uh, the protesters uh, apparently upset about the lack of media coverage in Dallas uh, because they had been out there and most of it most of the protesting in Dallas was all peaceful uh, Decided that it would be better to do something drastic to get it t- attention. So, they walked on Interstate I-35, 945. Well, 945, this was Wednesday night. No, this was Tuesday night, into Wednesday. And uh, the person writing the article said, I can hear the siren, see the police shutting down the highway. Totally handled this in a professional matter and shut down these protesters fast. This is almost a chamber of commerce hey for the police. But originally it said you know that they were this person. Uh, why can I don't have the name of this person who wrote this article? I'll get that for you. I'll, I I tweeted it. I'll tweet it again. Uh, they let them whine and complain for about twenty minutes on the highway, then cleared them out fast. So many, they sent Dallas sent out so much police that uh, they were even with the protesters. Okay. Uh, The protesters stopped, turned around to yell a little bit more, and eventually gave up and went back home. Only six people in Dallas were arrested for uh, blocking the highway. And according to this article, uh, the professional and organized manner in which Dallas responded to this behavior made every other state look weak. Texas won't tolerate this kind of stuff. And what happened here is proof you just don't mess with Texas. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds good. That does sound good. And congratulations. But we still had dingleberries, you know, trying to get into blocking the highway. Uh, Hands up. Don't shoot. Black Friday. Die in. Blackout Friday. Don't shop. Don't give these corporations money. Most of these uh, boycotts for a lot of these companies were already in place weeks ago. So it's not really about Mike Brown. Is it protesters No, I mean, it's nice to have the whole Mike Brown sign thing in your hand, but it's not really about Mike Brown, is it? No. No, it's not really about that. That's just good to have something to hold on to, right? And then I see this article, 12 Things White People Can Do Now Because of Ferguson. And I thought, well, you know what? I'll read it. I'll see what they say I should do, what they, this person, thinks I should do, okay? What I should do to sense Ferguson as a white person. Learn how the racialized history of Ferguson and how it reflects the racialized history of America, okay? Michael Brown's murder is not a social anomaly or a statistical outlier. It's a direct product of deadly tensions born from decades of housing discrimination, white flight, intergenerational poverty, and racial profiling. The militarized police response to peaceful assembly by the people mirrors that that happened in the 60s during the civil rights movement. Does it? Now, I heard uh, them talking about how uh, making uh, a state of emergency in Missouri uh, when Governor Nixon did that, to uh, that up the ante to the protesters. So, what is he supposed to do? Uh, not up it to the state of emergency and say, "Okay, uh, well, well, you guys should be good. You, you guys should be fine. Don't worry about it. We'll just you know let them go. Let them go. If they destroy some things, so what? We don't need anything to respond with. If they hurt people, so what?" I saw a lot of coverage of a pregnant lady that got hit by a police officer in some melee. Okay, well, I get it. You can be out there. It's a free country. You're pregnant. You got your kid. Why? What are you doing in a protest? What are you doing out there in the crowd? We're, and I And I never did see where exactly she was. I don't know if it was in front of any of the buildings that were being destroyed by other protesters. Reject the he was a good kid narrative and lift up the Black Lives Matter narrative. That's his number two on his list of 12 things white people can now do because of Ferguson or can do now. Michael Brown was a good kid by the counts of those who knew him during his short life. But that's not why his death is tragic. His death isn't tragic because he was a sweet kid on his way to college next week, which we know isn't true. And even if he was on his way to college, uh, he was on his way to college after a strong armed robbery. But hey, you know, whatever. His death is tragic because he's a human being and his life mattered. Go ahead, breathe. All life matters. The good kid narrative might provoke some sympathy, but what really does support the lie that that as a rule, black people, black men in particular, have a norm of violence or criminal behavior. Really? Wait. The good kid narrative might provoke some sympathy, but what it really does is support the lie. That as a rule, black people, black men in particular, have a norm of violence or criminal behavior. I don't know that I. The good kid narrative says that this kid didn't deserve to die because his goodness was the exception to the rule. This is wrong. This kid didn't deserve to die because he was a human being and Black Lives Matter. Got it. All you have to do is finish reading the thing, Jeff, then you understand. All right. Um, Oh, my God. So much. Number three, use words that speak the truth about the disempowerment, oppression, disinvestment, and racism that are rampant in our communities. (sighs) Understand modern forms of race, oppression, and slavery and how they are intertwined with policing, the courts, and the prison industrial complex. We don't enslave black people on the plantation cotton fields anymore. Now we lock them up in for-profit prisons at disproportionate rates and for longer sentences for the same crimes than white people. And then they're released, when, when they are released, they are second class citizens stripped of voting rights and denied access to housing employment and education mass incarceration is the new jim crow examine the interplay between poverty and racial equity diversify your media by intentional be intentional about looking for and paying close attention to diverse voices of color on the tv on the internet, and on the radio to help shape your awareness, understanding, and thinking about political, economic, and social issues. Check out Color Lines, The Root, or This Week in Blackness to get started. Adhere to the philosophy of nonviolence as you resist racism and oppression. Find support from fellow white allies. If you're a person of faith, look to your scriptures or holy text for guidance social justice. don't be afraid to be unpopular. Be proactive in your community and don't give up. police community relations your neighborhood release uh, uh, those are the 12 and and while while you're getting ready to explode and I know that I am <laughs> uh, I wanted you to hear that though because that is those are 12 things that's where many of the protesters and many of the people in Ferguson, are coming from those 12 things right there. And remember, uh, uh, Michael Brown's dad who said, you know, burn this bitch down. And Michael Brown's mom says, you think we're effing around? Think we're effing games? No, no, we don't. No, we don't. But I do want you to kind of remember when you're boycotting all these businesses trying to shut these companies down, put people out of work, burn buildings down, wreak, you know just wreak havoc and just tear it all down. Just tear it all down. Remember, well, I'll give you a Henry Ford quote, one of my favorite quotes. Henry Ford, who really wasn't that good of a guy, but Henry Ford. I mean, you know, Michigan Ford Motor, I got it, a great guy. It is not the employer who pays the wages. Employer only handles the money. It is the customer who pays the wages. So without the customers, when you burn it all down, it all goes away. And then what do you have? Any kind of rule, any kind of order at all? I mean, if you burn it all down, do you think that it's all going to come back in a nice, smooth, happy way? (laughs) I doubt it. But, hey, good luck with that.
0: This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show.
1: Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Mike Opelka with Pure Opelka coming up immediately following this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. And then a little bit of Glenn Beck weekend. Chris Salcedo live. Mike Slater live. Joe Pags live right here on the Blaze Radio Network. And so much more every other day uh, right here on this network, the Blaze Radio Network. And speaking of Black Friday deals online, the way to shop have you been to glennbeck.com lately and clicked on the cybertastic deals from overstock or gone to 1791.com or gone to americandreamlabs.com or just clicked on the special deals on the glenbeck.com homepage? No? Why? Why hasn't that happened? I don't know. I don't know. So much more to get to before this broadcast ends. Uh I Do not hear anything from New York, which is kind of strange right now. Thank you. All of a sudden, it went dead. I mean, it went completely dead. I thought I was over. I thought they pulled the plug. I was about ready to breathe. I thought, oh, my gosh. Do I need to breathe? Have they pulled the plug? No. No such luck. No such luck for me. No such luck for you. Still, still 60 minutes of amazing broadcast time left.
0: This is The Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. this is the jeff fisher show on the blaze radio network
1: welcome to it 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate you can follow me on twitter at jeffy facebook jeffrey fisher Michael Palka, his broadcast coming up immediately following this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. Then right on to a little bit of uh, Glenn Beck Weekend. Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags live all Saturdays on the Blaze Radio Network. Then Sundays we've got David Barton. I, really, why do you need anyone else other than David Barton, but we'll throw in Bill Handel. And then we'll follow in another few shows, too. Hollywood 360, Gun Talk, all on the Blaze Radio Network on Sundays. And then weekdays, hello, Doc and Skip, Glenn Beck, Buck Sexton, Jay Severin, Pat and Stu. <laughs> Why do you even consider going anywhere else than the Blaze Radio Network? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Now, we talked about shopping online, and we talked about delivering things to your home. I got it. And technology has been a wonderful thing. I love it. I love it. I do. I'm a huge fan. You know why? Because I can be lazy and still look like it. Well, don't tell anybody this. All right? I shouldn't say that out loud. It's just between you and me. Don't don't tell anybody. (laughs) That would be stupid. And tell someone that you like technology because you can still be lazy and look like you're actually productive. Don't. No, don't tell anybody that, though. That's just between you and me, okay? But when will technology catch up? I want to know. There are some things that are not happening in my technological world that I want to happen. Okay? So let's go over them right now. Plus, plus sometime. Sometime this half hour, in the next 30 minutes, I'm going to give you a million-dollar idea. And it's up to you to capitalize on it because I'm too lazy to do it. But I'm going to give you a million-dollar idea. All right? I have to give it to you because I gave it to someone already. And they looked at me like, yeah, that would be. And I thought, but you have the – you're involved in it. You could make it happen. Oh. Uh, I guess, oh my gosh. So I got to tell you, all right? I'm going to give you the million dollar idea and then you can run with it, okay? And when you get to the end of the line you've got your million dollars, you're welcome. Technology. Cable television. Cable television. You order it. They bring it to your house. You have a little box set up, hook it up to your television, right? And in that box... You subscribe to channels, and they put it on your record. Okay, you subscribe to these, and you scroll through a million channels, and the ones that you don't subscribe to, when you click on them, they say, you don't subscribe to this channel. And they have the different packages, which you know I really hate. That's a separate thing to what I'm heading to now, but let's talk a little bit about that, a little bit about the a la carte rather than the packages for the channels that you get. Time to catch up, Cable Company, on that. But what I'm specifically talking about now is that when you let's say I am in an area that has oh I don't know what company should we use what company should we use oh I know Verizon Files let's say we have Verizon Files just you know hypothetically and I have a Verizon Files box now let's say I have you know just just I you know just off without my head let's say I have three. <laughs> three cable boxes in my house. Let's just say that for, you know, just, just hypothetically. Okay. And, and, and let's say hypothetically, I can, I have DVR space, you know, from two of them. And I can, let's just say hypothetically, I can watch anything from my DVR on any of those boxes. Right. Any of those boxes, I'm able to access what I recorded and watch it back. Now, the two boxes that I have I mean hypothetically that I have that I'm able to set times move times set shows run you can record series all that kind of stuff why if I say I want to watch Bill's party show which by the way a huge fan of Bill's party show uh if I say I want to watch that and let's say the network runs a little show before Bill's Party show. And it, they know, and I, I've fought this battle. Uh, I've talked about this so long, it's really frustrating that they have not fixed it yet. I And I don't understand why. And it cannot be that difficult of a fix. If I have set my DVR to record a show, whatever it is, Bill's Party show, for 60 minutes. For whatever amount of time that they say they're going to play Bill's party show. Okay? If the show prior to Bill's party show goes long because of something that the network has done, like I don't know. Oh, let's for example, let's say let's say an NFL football game runs long and you've set a show that runs after the NFL football game to record Now the network knows, hey, we're going to, our start point for the evening, for these shows, these other shows, after this other event, begins at the end of this event. Not at the time, but at the end of the event. Why isn't that the start point then for the shows to record, not just the times? Times are fine, but if there's a mark I don't, I'm not recording the, sh- the time that the show is on. I'm only, I am only recording the time that the show is on because I want to watch the show. I don't care that there, if there's something else on between 7 p and 8 p.m. I'm recording between 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Because you told me Bill's party show was going to be on between 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. So if Bill's party show is on from 7.15 to 8.15 p.m., that's what I want to watch. Why can't I do that? Why can't I record the show? I got it. I can extend record times. I can do all that. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay? Number two. Let's say I have... I don't know, for ex- just hypothetically Verizon Files. And I know someone else who has Verizon Files. I'm even I'm staying within the company. I don't even we won't even talk about going outside to different companies, which I believe is would be possible. But let's just say within specific companies, why can't I take a show that I recorded? And if if you have Verizon files and your box number is A two 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 two, and I say, "Wow, you would really like this show," and I send my DVR show to box number A two. so when you turn on box A two 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 two, up pops a window and it says, "Hey, box A thinks you would like this show, and you can say, oh, yes, and it goes into your DVR box. It goes into your box for you to watch, or you say, no, you know what, I don't want to watch that, and you click no, and it goes away. So that I would be able to send, you know, and people would be able to send you shows, right? You say, boy, that's really, because I mean, mean, how many times you say you should watch that? And this last episode was really good. While you're watching it, you could send it to box A22222. You'd like this. Why isn't that available? Why can't I do that? Just wondering when it's going to catch up. Next. Movies. Films. Theaters. Pay-per-view. Why, in God's name, do I have to go to a theater to watch a brand-new movie? Why? Because the theaters think they're going to go out of business. If, they, if they're if they they're not the only place that you can watch a movie at, guess what? You won't. You release it to the movie theaters. And the movie theaters charge you, let's say, $100 to see a movie. And you can release it to the pay-per-view. And you can charge... $200 to watch it on pay-per-view at, at my house. Okay, So I can either decide whether I go to the movie theater for $100 or I watch it at my house for $200. But why I get locked into having to see it brand new release in the movie theater is beyond me. I should be able to see it in my home. Technology, and plus, now they're talking about there's other the- there's other uh, movie filmmakers that are doing deals where it will only be pay per view. It won't go to the theaters. No, I'm okay with it going all of it, all of it. Don't lock out anybody. All of it. I don't want to put the theater business, I don't want to put the theaters out of business. It's it's a good experience. And maybe that's the way you could sell your theaters, huh? Maybe that's why the dine-in eatery theaters are doing so well, because they make it an experience. Not just a get in, buy your popcorn, and go sit down. And hope you don't catch anything from the... (laughs) Maybe a little disinfectant once in a while would help, too. Just Just saying. So do it all. You release it at the same time. I know you could even say, uh, okay, opening the movie is going to open on uh, the first of the month, and it's only going to be released to theaters on the first, second, and third. If you want to see it, go see it those three days, and then after that, it will be pay-per-view for, you know, double the money that you'd pay at the movie theaters, or you know, whatever uh, whatever the price point is. So that I have the opportunity to say, if I really want to see it right now, I'll go to the theaters, or I can wait three days and I'll watch it at my house. And that might not even work. It might be better to do it at the same time simply because three days you think, well, I haven't seen it. If I can't can't see it today, then I'll wait another two days. So just do it at the same time so that I have my choice then. I can go to the movie theater for 10 bucks, or I can watch it at home for 20, whatever. Just why hasn't that been available? Why do I have to wait around to see these new movies if I don't want to see it at the theater? Please, I beg of you, beg of you, make this change happen. Here we go. This is The Jeff
0: Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. How are you? Yes. Uh, no, I don't care. Don't answer that. No, I don't care. I didn't mean to ask that. I'm sorry. I, I'm still trying. I'm working hard to get, overcome that. It's a habit I've got to stop doing. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Because, <laughs> oh. most, you know, there's too many people out there to take that literally. You've got to work hard at that. Only ask, only ask, if you mean it. Now, Twitter, uh, at JeffyMRA. Love the idea. Love the idea of the cable boxes being able to see the new show and record it like you see uh, the brand new show comes up ad for the new show hey brand new show and you should be able to have schedule record come up so you schedule record of the new show I love that idea Donna I love that idea fantastic love it now million dollar idea and that technology by the way Donna would happen if what I talked about earlier that technology would happen because they would be able to do that it's unbelievable I go. I, I just. It, it's, I don't understand. Let's go. Let's go. We're moving. We're moving. Let's move. All right. I promised a million dollar idea. Okay. I'll give you a chance. Get a pencil. Get a paper. <laughs> of course, it's not sharpened. We'll sharpen it. My gosh. Why do you have a pencil? Why are you sitting there with a pencil? without it being sharpened. Where's your little sharpener? It's probably in the little bowl right there. Go ahead. I'll give you a second. We'll talk about drones for a second, then I'll I'll let you sharpen your pencil. And Don't break the lead. Don't be pushing it hard in the little thing. Just circle it nice and easy so you have some lead to write, okay? Oh, it's an ink pen? Okay, never mind. All right, million dollars. We're going to talk about drones? No? You want the million dollar idea? All right. All right, I've got drones. I've got a couple drone stories here that I'm a big fan of. It's one of the things I want for Christmas, drone. I want a drone, and I want to be a walker in The Walking Dead. That's what I want for Christmas. I want AMC. Call me. Message me on Twitter. Direct message. DM me, baby. I want to be a a, a walker on The Walking Dead. We'll get to The Walking Dead, too, by the way. We're good. It's coming up. Don't worry. Don't, don't worry. I'm not. This is. This isn't specific to Walking Dead. So I don't have to play the theme music. And I want a drone. I mean, we all have our own little flying helicopters and stuff, right? I mean, we have that. No problem. I, I, I guess those are kind of considered drones. Old school drones, right? Flying helicopters, the little Dingleberry airplanes, the, the little. Oh yeah. I know. I'm a pilot. I fly the little airplanes. You've all seen those out at the soccer fields every Saturday, every Sunday. They're out there. I got it. I want a drone. I want the quiet. With the camera. And In fact, I think I have a specific one I want. This bad boy. The DJI Phantom 2 Vision quadcopter. With FPV HD video camera and 3-axis gimbal, that's what I want. I want that one. The DJI Phantom 2 Vision. <laughs> that's the drone I want. There's no – look. There's that. I'll tell you what. Amazon had the right thing not long ago about delivering with the drones because they're doing that in Germany now, right? They're delivering with the drones, and they need to start it Now. Because people are going to start freaking out, and we already see it. They're going to start making laws, and they're going to start making new regulations, and it's going to have to, you know, that's a, you are delivering outside of a drone-free area. Oh, that's outside of the drone lane. We can't deliver there. So get on it, Amazon. Let's go. I want the drone to drop it off at my house. No more three to five days, UPS. Or UPS, let's get some drones, baby. Forget Amazon, do it themselves. UPS, hop on it. Another, oh my gosh, this is a million dollar idea for UPS, and I should have already, I mean, why am I giving it to them? We used to be doing that. UPS could have their little segment. So when you're in their area, it's drone drop off, baby. You have to wait for that truck to show up. We got drone pilots dropping off packages for you. Yeah, UPS drones. <laughs> UPS and FedEx drones and Amazon drones fighting each other off in the sky. So now we're going to have regulations to have specific neighborhoods. That's a FedEx area. No UPS drones allowed. Uh, Amazon. We're Amazon. We get to go anywhere we want. No. No, you don't. No, you don't. But I want to... I, I, I want a drone for Christmas. That's what I want. And we've got already got drones. I mean, in New York, they're talking about uh, the FAA, the FAA is looking into claims that pilots are seeing drones flying around the airports up in the air. We, you can fly. We see pictures. We see YouTube videos of drones and everything flying around New York. I saw a drone here in Dallas. Now this is how this is how bad. I mean, you know how you fly a helicopter in the house and they crash. You do that with a drone. It's gonna cost you a little money with the camera. It's gonna suck. So I saw a guy crash a drone. <laughs> drone here at the mercury studios he was pissed <laughs> i'm like dude why are you flying this stupid thing if you don't know what you're doing get some help get some aviation technology a little meteorological disease something figure out how to fly this thing <laughs> all right million dollar idea coming up Don't no, i didn't forget about you i didn't forget about you the jeff fisher show
0: the blaze radio network On the
1: Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to use it. Mike Pelica and his broadcast, the Pure Opelka, coming up immediately following this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. And if you go to theblaze.com slash radio. You can download any of the shows on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and take us with you wherever you go. And listen whenever you want. You're welcome. Now, all right, I got my drone thing out of the way. I really do want to, I know I've I've got the little, I've got to break out my practice. I've got to break out my, I'll break out the old helicopter, remote control helicopter just to get the. And I get the old gears working, get the fluids working again. Get the fingers back into back into shape again because heaven forbid heaven forbid I study basic aeronautics and meteorology. I mean, I already am a weatherman. I don't need to study any more meteorological I don't have a specific meteorological degree, but I mean I, I am one. there's no question I am one. but I don't have any aeronautical Studies under my belt. So, might be a little bit of an issue. I'm not doing that. You don't need that. Any of those drones have their little quick start guard, guide. That's all you need. Right? Listen, I could crash a drone with the best of them. Don't kid yourself. Right? Right. Million dollar idea. Okay, here you go. So, I'm at the doctor's office. And for the last, you know, couple times I've gone to see a physician, and you say hello, how are you doing, or whatever, and uh, I, you know, and then you know, you see the doc, and you get all that taken care of, and you come back out, and the docs, how are you doing? We're done, yeah, because they, you know, you don't have to pay them then because you have to pay up front before you see the doctor. We need your, we need your identification and your medical card. You're not getting past that door unless you pay me now. Okay? All right, that's fine. I got it. I got it. And, you know, speaking of doctor's offices and uh, the medical profession, uh, I see all kinds of reports now where more and more people are putting off medical procedures because of money. How can that be? I I thought it was a wonderful thing about Obamacare. And we're complaining already about companies, these mega evil corporations that are... Dropping people from their health care coverage because, and it can't be because of Obamacare. It's got to be because they're evil corporate devils. I digress. So you get done. You go up and you say, hey, okay, we're all done. Yep, no problem. I've got the stint in my nose and, you know, the block in my eye, whatever you got, whatever happened, and you get your, and the doctor would like to see you. Uh, next, you know, in three weeks or next week or whatever it is. And, uh, here's you and uh, let me write it on a business card for you. All right. Well, let me write it on a business card, write it on a business card. Here's a doctor Thursday, December 22nd. And what time? 2, p- 2 p.m. And, you know, whatever. Why in God's name, in the beginning, when I fill out paperwork for these doctor's offices, they all now have their little, do you have an email address? And you give them one of your email addresses. I have like 8,000 of them. So I haven't checked a couple of them in quite a while. So this plan might not work as well as I anticipate. But a lot of people only have one. Okay. So they, and and you might have one that you visit that you use all the time for uh, friends, families, appointments, that kind of thing. Right. Uh, special specific shows you have downloaded direct to your direct to your email whatever whatever it is. Okay, why can they not send? And I said, hey, this last doctor's office, I was just like, oh come on, Are you gonna make me carry this stupid business card out of here, and then I got to put it in my phone, and I got to put it in my, then I have to put it in my con- in my email and put it on the calendar. Why? Hey, here's an idea. Don't give me the business card. Just send that to the email address that I gave you. Just send it to that email address. And then once I get that email, poop, I'll plug it in. That's good. I'm good. In fact, you could send maybe, I don't know, a calendar update. What? And the lady stops dead in her tracks behind her little computer in the doctor's office. Stops. Doesn't say anything for a second. Turns to the lady working the front window, who I know now inputs the information from the paperwork that I filled out. Okay? Joyce? Can we do that? Joyce, at the front window. Turns back. I don't know. Joyce then turns to the lady behind the lady that I'm dealing with, who is the insurance inputter, and says, Mary, do you know if we can do that? Mary, being wrapped up in her own job, says, Do what? Well, can we send our appointments to the email address that he gave us that we input for the email address? Oh, no. No, we can't do that. Huh. Our two programs aren't matched up. Our appointment calendar program isn't matched up with our input data program, and so we can't do that. That's when I said to the lady dealing with me, you know, you work in a doctor's office, you should create that program. That's a million-dollar idea so that people under the age of 80 wouldn't have to carry around your silly little business cards with your appointment cards. If they wanted one, you could give them to them. But for the most part, people who are under 80 would just say, hey, email me my appointment and my time to my email address that you have in your system already because that's the email I check for appointments and other things. And she looks at me like, yeah, that would be a pretty good idea. I don't, uh, yeah, that'd be a pretty good idea. Here's your business card with your appointment on it. Uh, Okay. Thank you. Have a nice day. Take care. Hope I don't lose this business card with my appointment time on it. So there's your million-dollar idea. Create it. Create a program so that when these doctor's offices... Input your information into their system that it also goes to their appointment calendar so that the appointment calendar can then email you your appointments. Now, some doctor's offices have a separate thing I know that they that you sign up for in their specific, it's separate. And then they email you, and you can be able to get in. You're supposed to be able to access uh, your information and everything, which works about, you know, zero percent of the time. I should. Say, it works okay, one percent of the time. Still, though, that's a separate entity. That's not the programming's merging. So, there's your million dollar idea. Get that done. There's doctors' offices across. America. Pay you a lot of money for that. I, for one, hope that my doctors, any doctors that I've ever dealt with in the past and will deal with in the future, have this program. So I don't have to carry around their silly little March 2nd, 2015, 2 p.m., Dr. Murray. Stop it. Send it to my email address then I'll have it. This is The Jeff Fisher Show
0: on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: is the jeff fisher show all right so welcome to it uh 888-900-900-3393 is the phone number if you want to use it don't worry about it at Jeff mra is the twitter jeffrey fisher facebook so in the break i'm talking to the crew back in new york and they say oh hey have you seen the new star wars trailer so i'm thinking you know no I haven't, and I've seen the the posts and the, uh, you know, on and on that it's out, and I should be seeing it, and I think to myself, you know, I don't know that I can take another Star Wars, because I could barely make it through the ones that are already there. So then I say, all right, I'll go watch it. So I go to glennbeck.com, and uh, there it is, top, one of the top stories. Yes, this is the new trailer for Star Wars, The Force Awakens, glennbeck.com. And I, I still can't bring I clicked play and then I stopped it. So the first trailer of the upcoming Star Wars, The Force Awakens, just hit the internet. It's directed by J.J. Abrams. According to the crew back in New York, if the movie goes south, they'll be calling him Jar Jar Abrams. Thank you. Now, it stars original cast members Mark Hamill. Who knew he was still alive? Carrie Fisher. Who knew she was out of the loony bin? And Harrison Ford, who knew he could still walk? So it's the you know we'll we'll see how they do in the movie. Okay, although and I love Harrison Ford. I I like Harrison Ford. He's the man. But Harrison, what are you like? A hunter down? Take it easy, baby. Go back to skinny woman, the new wife that you left the old wife for, and fly your helicopter around the farm for a while. Take it easy. Okay. So I'll watch it. Just there's the new episode. The trailer is up at glenbeck.com if you want to watch it now. On to a real show that matters, okay? Well, wait a minute, I gotta, can't talk about this without the... Where you at? What the heck? Wait a second. Why is the mutant? That's not good. Wait a second, we can't talk about The Walking Dead without... Okay. Get back. Here we go. Walking Dead, baby! Come on! Come on. No, I'm not talking about Ray Rice getting back into the NFL. No, I'm not talking. <laughs> talking about the Walking Dead Sundays on AMC, baby. Former Ravens running back. Ray Rice, though, wins his appeal. He's eligible to be in the NFL. Yay! Will another team take him? I don't know. Or is he Walking Dead? I don't know. No, I'm not talking about the pig that got kicked off the airplane because he was too rowdy. The U.S. Airways flight, the pig on the plane. I don't know her comfort animal or whatever the hell they call it. But uh, they got out of hand, so let's get off the plane, get the pig. There's a picture of this lady carrying her damn pig off the plane. Oh, my gosh. If I ever got on a plane and a lady was sitting there with a pig that wasn't a human, I don't know that I'd stay on the plane. Okay, Walking Dead. This Sunday, halfway through the season, baby, Mid-season finale. It's gonna be good. Gonna be good. I'm not sure who's gonna die, but someone that we love is gonna die. It's gonna be very sad. Be very sad because remember we talked about Rick talking about how he had to. He cried for an hour just to get the tears out. I'm not Rick. Uh, uh, Daryl cried. Rita's cried for an hour just to get the tears out for the scenes. So somebody's gonna die bad, and if, if it's Rita's crying. It could be Carol. Very sad. Might even be Beth too. Very sad. One of them's going to die. And we talked about how Rick has uh, gone off the the wayside. Doesn't trust anybody. Sunday's episode entitled "Coda." This week's episode "Coda." Something that ends. So it's good. Uh, we talked. Uh, they talked a little bit about. Uh, uh, I've seen some. I've seen some Walking Dead chatter. So I pay attention to during the week. And uh, remember, AMC, DM me. I want to be a walker. It's my goal. My goal for 2015, okay? We also had an interview. uh, I read an interview with uh, Robert Kirkman's uh, Biggest Regrets for The Walking Dead, which I found fascinating. Uh, He wishes he hadn't done the CDC episode at the end of season one, uh, which was fascinating. He said that... uh, uh, his other complaint was the episode revealed that the French may be on something. And he now get this. This is this is very very interesting. Uh, that episode reveals that the French may be onto something as their scientists were the only ones who remained in their labs during the outbreak. I probably would have changed that stuff. I've been careful in the comic series not to say what's happening in other parts of the world. It's something that's going to be fun to explore in the spin-off series. <laughs> Okay, I don't want to be a walker in a spinoff series number two. Okay? No. I want to be a walker in The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. The original. Okay? I got this. We're halfway through season five. I got it. Anywhere within the first ten seasons, I'm good. But, you know, this this next season, this next half, DM me. DM me, AMC. I want the walker. I want to be the walker. Okay? Seriously. I know it's Thanksgiving weekend. Relax, okay? We'll be back, powerful, stronger than ever on Monday with every with the lineup right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Anybody told you you look great today? No, you do. You look fantastic. You're not. You're not really going to wear that all day, though, are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Jeff Fisher Show,
0: only on the Blaze Radio Network.